When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie. Albie's here. Hi, me. Urbano's here. Urbano's here. Christopher's here. Hello. Gentlemen, how are you? I don't know. That's a big question. It's a loaded, loaded question. Just so much, so much going on. So much happening. In this, uh, did you guys see real quick? Okay. Um, I got uh, uh, sent a TikTok, um, and uh, there was a young gentleman in 2013. It's a rapper that predicted the pandemic in 2020. Now, this has got to be fake. It's got to be made up. But he only wears a gas mask or something like that to cover his face. And he raps in his lyrics and it said, coronavirus pandemic hit in 2020. Like something like that. And then there's a new song where it says, 2021 to 2030, quarantine zombies. And I was like, you know what? I'll take the next decade off. <laughs> we were, we, I mean, would, honest question. Would zombies surprise you at this point? No. Well, I mean, you got the aliens. What's the thing that, because aliens exist. First of all, I think, there are, I think octopus are aliens, but that's a different conversation for a different day. I but, think I saw that. But why, I, that doesn't, why octopus you, are aliens. They're how, not from this world. Why are you saying that? We, no, they have Al, a beak. Al, we do not have this kind of time. Every, they have nine brains. You know all their tentacles have their own brain? They are Yeah, nine, but our tentacles have brains. But they but like <laughs> like if there's a shark coming by, one tentacle could be like, oh fuck, and the other one could forget. I'm telling you, octopus are aliens. Have you ever seen them go camouflage? Yeah. No. They go straight if you're passing a green coral and a shark's coming by, the fucking thing just turns green. I'm telling you, look at the octopus, man. Octopus are fucking aliens. But anyway, it comes out. Plus out the, the ali- bottom of the ocean is a completely another world. The government legitimately – no, I think they come from a different planet, a different I, – I think that's what happened. I think octopus are aliens. Well, why are they so delicious? Well, aliens are delicious. I don't know what to tell you about that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's between you and aliens. But the – Interesting. Um, like the government, I mean a while ago, just acknowledged UFOs. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're all the time. And everyone just went about their day. So what's the thing that could happen that would actually legitimately shock you? Like, if King Kong was a thing, I'd be like, that's a yeah, ma- matter of time. I don't know. I feel like King Kong would be more shocking than uh, uh, aliens. Because if we had King Kong, I'd be like, how do you miss that? You know? No, because if you told me, like, oh, yeah, there's just, like, a part of, like, this, you know, like, I'm, I'm trying not to say the wrong, like, a, like a wrong country, you know? Like, but, like, you know, like I, 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 I had one, and it was such a good one if I used it, but I just don't know that I'm. it's even the right like, like, like you were gonna it say might not city? be a country. Yeah, like, say, I, I'm not doing city? that. Somebody apologized for that nationally recently. Um, John Cena. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he called something a, a country and it was a city and everyone's upset. Even that. See, I think I know what I'm talking about, but I don't want to be wrong. But anyway, um, what would surprise you? I don't know. Zombies wouldn't surprise me is what I'm getting at. If all the Pfizer people turned into zombies, I'd be like, well. Danity Kane getting back together would surprise, surprise me. Surprise you. Wow. You'd be excited? Will Ford making a comeback. 
Willa Ford. You're really good. Willa Ford. That was, that was love Willa Ford. really the, uh, it's fantastic. Samantha Mumba. Remember her? Mm-hmm. I, I do remember Samantha Mumba. Right? What did she sing though? I don't. One song. I'm gonna. I I remember her was this video the, before was, school. Was this the Cat de Luna era? Oh my god! Put it around then. No, Cat, I think no, it was a little, Cat, little, earlier. A little before. Yeah. She was just here. Why? Samantha Mumba is the second Samantha. If you type in Samantha on iTunes, really? She really why do I know? cornered on Samantha. Why the first one? Samantha? Samantha Fox. Uh, Sex in the City. Samantha. Samantha Fox. Yep. Look at that. I don't know who either of these people are. Well, Samantha Fox was, uh, I think, the '90s, and she was a buxom, busty blonde that sang songs. Gotta tell you, was oh, right. was how did that song go? Don't want you know, I don't know. Doesn't yeah, ring I don't any bells. Sing at all. What was her song that I would know? That was I've the one song. Gotta tell you, is the, the top one. Oh, got it! I got it! Got it! Got it! Yeah, I don't know what kind of. Okay, got it! Got it! Yeah, that's all you had to do. And you know what's funny? I have no idea how the rest of that song goes. I just know the beginning. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I know that song. <laughs> that's crazy. Anyway, no, I don't know. But the, a Godzilla or King Kong thing would definitely. I mean, honestly, we're just waiting on Jesus at this point, right? Wouldn't shock me. It would not. To be honest with you, he would get it. What took you so long? I'd be like, yeah. you let all 2020 go by, <laughs> and now you show up. People have been asking for you. Table seven needs you now. <laughs> Seriously. It's true, though. The whole world wants to speak to a manager, and he's been in the kitchen this whole damn time. Karen has been waiting for you. <laughs> I saw a Karen thing today in real life. Like an what actual happened? Karen? Yeah, I went to a fishing store because I was trying to buy a knife. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it later. But I, I break down a lot of boxes uh-huh. every day, so I wanted to get like a knife that I could help me with that. So I went to the store, and I wore my mask because I don't know who's where right now. And I wore a mask. And the lady didn't say anything to me, obviously, because I had a mask on. But she was like a lady at a desk. And then right behind me was this lady. And she's like, I'm sorry, you have to wear a mask to wear the store. And she hit her with every ounce of the law. She was like, that according to my, my, my. And she was like screaming. And uh, it wasn't really that much more to tell. But it was pretty cool. Did she have a good hair? Did she have a camera? Uh, I didn't really look. Because I, I didn't want to. I feel like if I looked, I would, she would have said something to me. And I don't want any of that. I don't want those kind of problems. Well, I mean, you know, it's... Since the uh, the masks have gone away, you know, it, it's like a whole different world here. And it's a lot to adjust to at once, at one time. You know, it is a lot. But before we get into, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of your questions. We have a lot of exciting things to get to. I'm excited to catch up with you both. I do want to share a quick story. Okay. If it's okay with everyone. Please. Um, that you were both there to witness. Uh, and, and, and something uh, you may have seen online that I wanted to clear up. Um, it was my birthday recently, uh, and um, I looked a little out of sorts at my birthday party, and it wasn't my fault. This isn't something to actually clear up. It's just a funny story, <laughs> okay? But we go to uh, to to our birthday party, um, which I was already stressed out about, but oh, and, yes. and uh, all uh, mine are Bono and Chris's birthdays are stacked up or like weeks apart, and we're um. Hanging out and and somebody comes up to me and says, "Hey, would you like a cigar?" So I take a you know yeah cool really the really good cigar try it out. Now when I took a puff of said cigar, <laughs> nothing was really standing out at the moment, except for the for the 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 faces of those that were amongst the crowd were now laughing at me because it, apparently there was a foreign substance in the cigar. It was a, it was a it was a a foreign legal substance a a a cigar of the wacky tobacco <laughs> variety. Okay, now 
I'm not really bugging out about this. I'm saying to myself, this is no big deal. I'm not much of a smoker at all. I've talked about this on the show. I don't, not that it doesn't, you know, it just for whatever reason doesn't agree with me. I can drink. I've got no problem. I enjoy a drink, but I can't get into a rhythm with smoking weed. It doesn't always hit me the same. Hence, the next place we're going to. Immediately, everything around me completely changes, okay? Now, we're at my sister's house about a year ago, maybe a little less. We were out shopping, and I wanted to buy something ridiculous for my niece, and I bought a Wonder Woman costume, Mm -hmm. okay? Now, I start bugging out a little bit. Like, I, I'm talking like 15 minutes. And I'm like telling people like now, because I just get very, very paranoid. I'm like, oh my God, don't let me say the wrong thing to anybody. What am I going to do? Everybody knows I'm so embarrassed right now. And immediately I'm getting annoyed because this ruined the party. My party's ruined. The, the second this happened, okay? Ruined. So now I'm sitting there and I bought Marky, you know, a year ago, a little Wonder Woman costume. She loves to throw it on all the time. It's one of my favorite things. She comes out running through the back and everyone's screaming and cheering. Okay. And I dead serious. This is exactly how I processed everything. My niece comes out flying in a cape. Okay. As wonder woman. Okay. <laughs> now I'm trying to process this in the variety of ways. Number one, is this really happening? Number two, is my niece a superhero? Okay. <laughs> And then number three, if this is really happening and she isn't a superhero, I got to play it cool. Dead serious. And you gentlemen were there. Me and Mark, you have this little thing where she has powers. She says freeze and I freeze. She walks up to me. I am like on another planet. Okay. Everybody starts screaming my name. Okay. Oh, get out. Albie, get out. Albie, Albie. I turn around. I swear to you. It's like I was in Yankee Stadium. There were 50,000 people behind me watching a four-year-old run up to me. And go freeze. And I didn't know what else to do but completely lock up the muscles in my entire body. <laughs> At which point, my brain's like, maybe she really does have this power. Okay? I am freaking out, right? And I'm sitting there. Chris is next to me, and I'm like, dude, this is not okay. This isn't okay. Why would you guys why would you do this to me? You ruined my birthday. It's his birthday too. I'm like, you ruined it. Okay. She lets me go. I sit back down, bugged out the entire time. Right? Really just did not like, you know. I'm just trying to vibe out, whatever. A few hours later go by. You know, we get something to eat. We leave. Come back to work the next day. And I sit down. I say to Chris, oh, you know, yeah, like, you know, uh, I really didn't enjoy the experience. Like, that was really, really weird. A heads up would have been nice. Whatever. Okay. You know, um, just not for me. And I said, yeah, you know what? I was just really freaking out. Thank God I did it way early before dad got there. <laughs> uh, my dad wasn't there. Dad wasn't at the party. I had a full blown conversation with my father, but there was a bald man with a pink shirt on. Yeah. yeah so but- you described. You said I talked <laughs> to dad. He was wearing a pink shirt, and we later did. We we backtracked, and um, one of Lauren. Actually, I, I probably shouldn't say who, just because um. They're not here to mention themselves. They might not want to admit they're friends with us. But not that they're like famous or anything. I'm just saying that I don't know. Um, Keep the intro. But we though. figured out who it is. And um, 
I, I love the idea that you might have told him that you loved him at some point. No, I like, remember I, I hope you. Lo- I hope like you told him that you looked up to him and you appreciate his hard work and that you love him. That's that's what I really want to happen. If it's if it were possible, wearing a sausage sweatshirt, which was my favorite thing. Was you wearing? A well, I was a little chilly. A sausage sweatshirt on. And Laura oh, was just like, a sausage <laughs> on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like an emotional pinata. Everybody was just nailing away. Okay, and Lauren's like, "Here's this sweatshirt. You look cold." I wasn't even cold. I'm like, I put it on. It says sausage. I mean, it's cool sweatshirt. It was a cute sweatshirt. Who, who yeah, doesn't yeah. like sausage, right? I, I do. So. It's just one of those things. But I was convinced that I had a conversation with my dad. I remember going up to him. I shook his hand. I said, what's going on? Happy birthday, pal, blah, blah, blah. I know we had some kind of conversation. I didn't recall. I did not recall the contents of the conversation. And then I'm sitting there, clear as day, the next day, saying, yeah, thank God it didn't happen before dad got there. And he goes, what are you talking about? Dad wasn't even there. Okay? And I have since expelled. I, I, I don't want to. There are certain people I never want to see again. <laughs> That's all. Chris was making fun of me the whole time, though. I was like, I don't think I was, but I believe you. Everybody was putting me on stories. You were and so stuff. like chill, like you were just smiling and rosy cheek. Everyone and, really appreciated uh, yeah. just your your whole demeanor. Everyone's like, Al's really nice and calm today. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Out. Meanwhile, you were having a panic attack. Oh my god, and no one knew. Panicking inside, <laughs> panicking. Greg even said it to me. I he still goes, don't have a car because a of that. Pleasure party. to be around the other day. I'm like, dude, wow. <laughs> he's never said that to me for as long as I've known him. For as long as I've known him. Ever. Oh, now's a good time maybe um, for you to <laughs> – feel free to cut this out if you don't want it, but I, I feel like you should acknowledge that you weren't giving a um, a white power symbol in the picture I posted on Instagram because a few people commented that you were. You literally just have your hand on your own lap, but it gives off like the A-OK look. Is that Did a you white read power my comments? Symbol? Yeah, it's something that – racist politicians do apparently like they'll like put their hand to the side with this little logo thing but it's kind of like you're doing one of these you know like a, like the emoji yeah like, like the emoji like the, the okay sign. i never the knew it was racist chef's kiss i never knew it was racist until um i saw someone defend themselves for doing it like no i was just kind of telling someone hey you did a good job like a okay oh. there but uh, you're if you look at my comments people are like al's hand though and they're like white power and i feel like you should take this opportunity to let them know you weren't taking that type of stance in my phone. This, this is me finding out about it. <laughs> I, I thought I told you privately. I guess no. I, I didn't. I didn't hear anything about this. A few people commented, and I um, was got to defend you, but I, I didn't know maybe that's what you were going for. Well, know. apparently it's a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, defending yourself when people come at you for for crazy things, uh, it's apparently a bad move. You, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta Who to thunk? E- you gotta take it easy there. People take that yeah. the wrong way. Um, you can keep talking. You're I'm being just serious? I'm, lo- I'm looking. A lot of people commented that we had a high noon cooler. Albie's left hand, somebody wrote. I saw the same thing, dot, dot, dot. There was a white power comment. I might have deleted it or they deleted it. Um, Interesting. But, yeah, I mean, was that what you were doing? No, I'm fairly certain. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I, like, I'm fairly – this is how crazy the world's gotten, though. Because, yeah. like, now it's like like you just don't – Cancel culture gone You're, you're just, at yeah. this point, I, Chris, he asked me what wouldn't shock me at this point. Yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. I'll tell you what would shock me at this point. Me saying something, <laughs> okay, and everyone being like, great, that's awesome. That would be, positivity would shock the shit out of me right now. Okay, that would be the next sign of the apocalypse. Uh, Everyone's starting to get along. Yeah. So this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? For me, and I think a lot of you guys can relate to this, it is just... Honestly, there's enough around us to distract us from just about everything these days. It's very, very easy to get overwhelmed, anxiety, get stressed out. 
Uh, I deal with it on an everyday basis and finding any kind of outlet for me personally with the amount that I work is very, very difficult to do. So BetterHelp has been a huge, huge help with that. Um, and BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with a your own licensed professional therapist. You could start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. And it is really a great resource, guys, from personal experience. It is just awesome. It's there when you need it. Uh, they've got a ton of different counselors. They, they have a very broad range of expertise available, which it's really a big benefit because locally you might not have certain people that specialize in certain practices um, and it's available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime, send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need, which is another really great thing. It's not awkward. Uh, you just pick who you want. You go with that. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DearAlby. That's Better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health, health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp. They're recruiting in additional counselors in all 50 states. So special offer to Dear Alby listeners. Get 10% off your first month betterhelp.com slash dear albie anyway let's solve some of your problems <laughs> so uh we have a look how simple it is the picture though it's i'm not gonna post another picture for like four years so whenever this comes out there's you not look. even a, you can't it's even just, see you, my I, hand. it's so ridiculous but, but look at my my face my face is so jacked no, all of us all, all of i us look are like shot. elmer the fud elmer the fud mm-hmm. just elmer fud uh, are you albie the manzo <laughs> No. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. Anyway, um, you guys want to read a conversation about um, a job or about a wedding? We have two. I get enough weddings. Yeah, job. Okay. Here we go. Dear Albie, first of all, I've been loving the podcast. I cracked up listening to Candace talk about getting the DNA from the guy's spoon after she got pregnant. She is hilarious. My question is related to my job. I work in a private Catholic school as a teacher, and I'm feeling very frustrated. The priest slash principal has, has very different views and values than I do. When I first got the job, I didn't think it would be a major deal breaker for me, but it has been lately. A few weeks ago, a student came to see me after class to confide in me that he was gay. I was supportive towards the student. Although I know the Catholic Church has different views, I would not tell him anything different. The parents requested a parent-teacher conference with me and the student after finding out I was supportive in his decision. The student's mom was so upset that she also asked the principal to be a part of the meeting. We had to have a private discussion after the fact, and he told me that what I did was unacceptable in this institution. I've been so worried these last few weeks that I'm going to get fired. I have tried applying to other schools, but unfortunately, teaching jobs are competitive where I live. I want to be able to fully support students, but I'm also afraid of quitting my job. Thank you for reading. I truly appreciate any advice from a heartbroken teacher. Damn. Oh. That's that's really yeah, tough. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's just like, unfortunately and fortunately, it's a business, and businesses have rules of kind of engagement, and unfortunately, she broke a rule, you know, and if that's their kind of paradigm then you got to stick to it you know what i mean well it's a business in like one of the more difficult businesses which is really 
and I kind of almost call it that deliberately because of how it functions, which is, you know, you're in religion and ed- yeah. education. So with with that, what's really tough about that is no matter how we feel about something personally, when you sign up to be in a, you know, a school with that kind of, um, you know, that doctrine overseeing yeah. everything, you kind of know what you're getting into. Yep. And you're going to unfortunately have to deal with the good and bad decisions yep. that they make. And honestly, like it kind of creates a different, a, a different and bigger question, which like, you know, I'm not even going to a little bit get into because it, it will take up forever. But, you know, the, the reality situation is like you're saying in any job, you're going to have kind of here, the here, here's the, uh, uh, the, the, the culture yep. okay or the rules to abide by but you should still be who you are as a person you just have to confine it to their rules but i mean look if if your job is ultimately to you know influence and shape young minds and all of the other stuff you probably did about as good of a job as anybody in the kid's life if yes. that's any kind of solace like you probably were the most positive voice for him through this experience between yeah. The rest of that, like, who knows what that's going to suppress in him being who he is, that amount of support, you know, even if you were to go somewhere else, that's probably the best thing for you because you're going to find a place where your true talents will be uh, recognized and appreciated because it's clearly not, you know, why would you want to be in a place that doesn't jive with how you feel? Conversely, though, I wonder if she would have said, oh, you want to have sex with men? Well, prepare for damnation and hell. Then maybe if that would have been correct, that's crazy. Like it would have been interesting for her, I'm assuming it's a her or for them, the teacher, to kind of approach the principal slash priest and say, well, what should I say going forward? Should this happen again? What is the proper protocol? Do I say, hey, there's damnation or here's a pamphlet? You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. do you do? Um, I, I, I'm not the best person for this conversation because I, I have a very harsh stance on certain things. And I think um, if you're an open minded person and you want to apply like. Um, logic, honestly, in a lot of cases, yeah. to, to advice, you shouldn't work at a, at a school like that. Yeah, um, you should work, you know, or or you know, go into business for yourself, be a life coach or some shit. But I don't think Catholic schools, especially or any religious schools for that matter, yeah. I guess you, you play by a whole different set of rules. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, I, I've seen convert, you know, I've seen in public schools people get fired for the opposite. Yeah. you know what I mean. So I, I think. Um, I don't know. I don't like talking about religion because I don't have a good opinion on a lot of the kind of things. Mm. I think people um, hurt people that are in front of them to please people that they don't even know fully exist. So I I think that's something that I think it ruins everything. I think every bad thing, not every bad thing, uh, but most bad things of people hurting people comes from religion. And I think um, I'm not really a good person to talk to about any of this because it's I will offend someone at some point well unfortunately what I think people do is they take a text that was thousands of years old and put it into a current context where you really can't and they say well this is how it should be yes but that's how it was then so unless you're going to sheep herd and live in burlap and take off your shoes I suggest you kind of adapt the lessons to kind of a modern ideology like gone with the wind um was on TV the other day, and there was a five-minute message beforehand about, hey, the world was different once, 
And this is not okay. A lot of the language isn't okay. A lot of the ideals are not okay at all. But we're showing it because it's a classic piece of cinema. And also it's good to kind of know how far we've come. Um, that was like like 1,600 years later than the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think there's, I don't know, I think maybe one of those five-minute warnings could be good. Yeah. Or find another job. Like don't don't. I'm not. I'm not. Well, I think I get I, if I if I was her, I would I would embrace the uh, opportunity to go find another place yeah. to work. You know, and knowing, look, yeah, sometimes you gotta you gotta you know you, you gotta take a job to support yourself, despite the fact that it doesn't align with you personally and all that other stuff. I get that. Yeah. You know. So if I was her, if they ask you to leave because of that, to me, uh, that's probably the best thing for you. Good luck. So we'll jump into another one. Dear but you Albie did the right crew. thing. Sorry. Yes, you did. I agree. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dear Albie and crew, love the show and listen to my car going to work laughing out loud. I've watched the Manzo since OG Housewife days and Manzo with Children. Brilliant name for the show, by the way. And you guys are hysterical. I am 34. I have a 36-year-old brother and a 33-year-old sister. And we are from South Jersey right outside of Philly and you're family dynamic is very similar to mine. Anyway, my fiance and I got engaged on Christmas and started searching for wedding venues mid-February. We currently live in Brigantine, NJ, and ideally wanted something close to there. Aiming for a Saturday date in June 2022, we quickly learned that with COVID cancellations and what and whatnot, that places were practically booked every Saturday until 2023. As fate would have it, Atlantic City Country Club in Linwood opened up June 2022, and we were getting ready to book. We were fortunate enough to have both our parents contributing to the full cost, but it is definitely more money than we anticipated once all is said and done. While we both are so excited to plan, I can't help but feel guilty about said cost. Reason being, the money spent could be used for a larger home, etc. Although he is on board with the venue, deep down my fiancé would easily go to the courthouse and then have a party to celebrate. So that adds to my guilt sometimes. Should I, we, feel silly about for using almost all of the $40,000 for the big day? I'm only doing this once, right? Thoughts, stories to similar situations would appreciate any input from any and all, but a married woman might be able to shed the most light. Thanks and sorry for the long-winded message. Hope to hear some great feedback. Cheers. Uh, that is from... Fat... Oh... Fallon, pronounced Fal-in, which is fun because my name is that too sometimes, <laughs> but way different, uh, way different spelling. So thank you for the, uh, the, the pronunciation, Fallon. I don't know that a married woman is the most qualified to talk about this. I have been in the wedding business for uh, on and off uh, since <laughs> I life. was 16 years old. <laughs> um, here's what I'll tell you about weddings, and I'm not taking anything away from them. I'm sure everyone in this room will have one one day. Um, take the money for sure. The one thing is you might break even. If like people are doing the envelope thing, you, you get a lot of that yeah. money back. Uh, so you could maybe break even on that. But the truth is, 
Um, are you only going to do it once? Yes. You're also only going to start your life as a new married couple once. And that's easier to do with $40,000 or so in your pocket. Facts. Um, that being said, I think you have to do what's special to you. Like if you grew up dreaming of this wedding and, and all that, then you got to do it. If you grew up just wanting to be married, sounds like you got that part figured out. Why don't you go out and spend like, you could spend five grand and still have an awesome dinner, yeah. like a great night with just people that you really care about. If you have over a hundred people, you are not doing the wedding for you, in my opinion. I, I think you're doing it for, you know, because you've always wanted a big wedding or because that's how your family does it. But you will end the night by saying, oh my God, that went so fast. I, didn't, I, just, I just said hi to people the whole yeah. time. So if your priority is, you know, being married and, and beginning your life, um, I would maybe scale down the wedding. You could do a lot for 20000 also. You know, like there's a plenty of middle ground for what you're talking about. And uh, truthfully, I think, um, you know, just because I've, I've grown up around weddings and I, I think you know exactly what it is, but uh, I think, um, I think it, it's a little overdone sometimes, and that's coming from someone who profits in the – I play in the puddle of overdone weddings, and it's something that it's, it's, you know, some people's cup of tea and some people's not, but the best weddings I've ever been to is a guest, not booked. I've booked and worked weddings that are huge. I've worked weddings that are small. My sister's wedding was – Coachella so it's not really you know I'm not saying that all you know that my whole family agrees with me on this but um the best weddings I've ever been to as a guest are 60 people or less I mean yeah. and you're just you're surrounded by people that you actually want to be around you're not my rule of thumb is you shouldn't meet anybody at your wedding you should not meet anybody for the first time at your wedding so if you have a cousin who's you know dating somebody new or anything like that like nope I want everyone to be there that I want to hang out with on a regular basis um and that's it you know what, though? I, I will say this. I agree with Chris where it's definitely coming down to what you want to experience because there's a couple ways to look at it. If you told me that you were spending that amount of money and there were 50 of you, that's like a mega crazy, like you're you're tailoring an experience beyond yeah. and you're not going to get um, uh, bogged down by conversation. So, like, if it's the type of thing where I only want to drink the best wine on the planet, I only want to eat the best food on the planet, I only want to be in the most exotic location or best venue, um, surrounded by the best decoration, all that, that I understand, okay? Um, and I don't not understand a really big wedding in general, but what I'll say is this. When you're making the decision and you're not sure, one thing I think that probably isn't anticipated by the couples that, that I've worked with anyway um, and it's limited compared to Chris's and obviously we grew up in the same place, but the amount of time you actually spend as quote unquote free time or chosen time, yeah. like doing what you want to do, maybe if it's, what do you think, Chris, 10% of the time, it's a lot. Yeah. There's very little you time. Like everyone has a lot more fun than you do. That's just your pictures you're doing, you know, and it's fun because you're the center of attention and when you're in the room everyone's obsessed with you and that's all fun but um my i mean what else what else would you pass up forty thousand dollars for and why like, are you, you know doing what I mean? like, it like what what's the yeah. like i'm not saying it's all about money obviously you should still spend a big chunk on your day but think about the things you wouldn't do or that you wouldn't do yeah. for you know because you're not i know you're spending it and i'm making it but like what's something you, oh i wouldn't do that for 40 grand like no i would do most things like i'd be happy to just have a small dinner instead of a large dinner for a thirty-five thousand dollar gain 
I don't know. Yeah. I think starting your life is very important. If this, I don't know what you do for work, but if this year taught you anything, it's that you don't really have a guaranteed thing. Like, nest egg up, man. Fuck a party. Yeah, I mean, it, unless it's you're working much. at the Berkeley, then you should probably have the biggest wedding you could possibly think of. Huge wedding. And why are you doing it? Like, are you doing it for the celebration? Are you doing it for your mother? Are you doing it because you dreamt about it? Are you doing it because the the social norm is that a woman is given away and she walks down the aisle and she has a, a dress? I mean, it really depends on why you're doing it and what what's your purpose. If you're doing it because it's something that just you feel is the right thing to do, but it's not your right thing to do, then don't do it. Well, I think there there's something to be said about one thing that she said that was telling was they're in a fortunate spot and the parents are are contributing. There is a layer of the parents having a sense of pride in what that day is and how it's built and what the offerings are. And that is a big deal to some like, you know, we've had clients where the parents were the only people that we talked to. Yeah. And those tend to be the bigger weddings, you know, um, that I get. Because I think the the parents almost like walking around like a like a general manager, you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. working the floor. You know, they're they're the the hardest that are on us too a lot of the time, and you know that I think is also uh, a representation of their internal um, desire to see you have a day that was uh, everything you hoped it would be, but also as a good representation of just whatever they were feeling. Also, so that can get caught up in things too, and. I think you just kind of keep it in mind, but if you're cognizant of, okay, you know, can we use this money for other things? Of course, you know, can, but like it's, it's really what I, I say a lot of the time is play it out for your guests and think of the experience and go through it in your mind and say, Hey, look, you know, here's what here, here's the type of party I want to have. Like we see a lot of people now, it's very interesting how the parents and 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 children dynamic. Yeah. You have a couple that comes in here that gets married, let's say they're 27, 28 years old, right? Where they'll have a very traditional wedding and immediately hit us up and say, oh, we want to do an after party. Yeah. And then like the after party is where they're putting all of their personality into it. Yeah, it's just 50 Cent and Nelly playing. Yeah, like that's where, because it's like, all right, well, that's where, all right, it's almost like. That's their party. As if we had a sleepover and the adults yeah. the adults went to bed, we closed the, the door behind us, and now we're having a party. Yeah. You know, like it's, so I would just go with what you're, what, what you want to have fun with. There's definitely an element of, hey, you know, um, uh, you only have that day once, but keep it in perspective that like, you know, you're not going to get the opportunity really to hit every single station uh, for example, or, um, or, or really anything else if, if it's a gigantic headcount. Yeah. So when I see a big, a big number, I feel like it's big headcount. And a lot of the brides that we talk to will say, I mean, that's what makes Urbano great at what he does, like making that day easier, yeah. tra- you know, traveling around that, that, um, you know, whether it's hitting the bar for you or whatever it is. And it, it, it makes that job pretty critical. So, um, I would say it's kind of like, it's a personal preference thing. And you enjoy it no matter what, but yeah, that it is gone in 24 hours, yeah. and then you know you obviously have the rest of your life. So it it comes down to what your priority is. It's gone in five hours. Yeah, I guess your day you're getting dressed and all that shit. But I don't know. I think I personally, for me, I, I'm a big fan of um, maybe again. I, I grew up around weddings, so I've seen really extravagant, amazing ones, and people had a great time. I've seen really small, simple, simple, simple brunch ones, and people had a great time. So it really is a matter of what you like to do. I just think it's really important to to do it. Like you said, Urbano, yeah. like what is your, 
what are you doing it for? Because you should do it for you. You should be surrounded by people that you love and people that you want to be around. Because um, doing the whole, oh, I haven't seen you since, or when you're in a wedding dress, fuck all that. You have to go and just have a nice time. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. And remember, it, it was marriage was, I have two sheep, you have a daughter, let's change. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's let's swap it up, you know? So it's kind of like, if you buy into it, then buy into it. But if you don't, it's okay. <laughs> I don't have two sheep. Well, I ain't got a daughter, so where are you <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, anything else? We're all done here. Oh, that was it? Yeah, uh, that was it. I don't think we did a good job today. I think it was fun. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about? Well, plus, I think you could, I mean, get dressed up. You just don't have one day that's your day, and then for the rest of your life, all thousands of those days are just you're a piece of crap like do you want to get married i would love to get married and if i get married it will be um a masquerade ball um off the coast of monaco on uh, new year's eve and vin diesel and i will just have so much fun (laughs) (laughs) he will wear the dress urbano is very consistent about it being vin diesel it's been a long or a look-alike i'll take it (laughs) <laughs> Will you do you want to get married, Al? I mean, you know, I I've, I put a lot of thought into the actual like the the wedding thing for yeah. I think me and Chris would probably be really strange because I I would like something very you know either far away or yeah. whatever because I I don't want to feel like it's um, work. Like yeah, so far away, so so far away. Hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I think marriage is cool if you're doing it for the right reasons. But I think if like anything, if it if it's leaving you like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, then you got to examine where that doubt's coming from. You know what I mean? If something's not sitting right with your soul, that's where the doubt is. Because if you're confident about what you're doing, it's because you believe in it. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think the concept is 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 fine. I'm just saying like the actual yeah. – when I, when I mean when I get married, I'm talking about the actual wedding itself. The actual the, – the, uh, uh, the event, the yeah, – you know. Don't know. I don't know. It depends. Chris, you all right? You got anything else you want to bring up? I mean, no, you I don't know. Swing to the fences on something. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just don't have a lot right now. I'm kind of tired. A little hungry. I'm always a little tired and a little hungry. It's good. Always. If you ever see me, you're like, he's a little tired. He's a little hungry. <laughs> doesn't matter what. I could be eating. I could be napping. You're like, he's a little tired and a little hungry right now. Same. Always. Um, no, I don't, I don't really have anything interesting to say. Um, I think everyone, uh, should be happy that the mask thing is starting to go away. Yeah. And I do want to say that if you're healthy and you're wearing a mask, you're fucking it up for the rest of us. Facts. Because I get, I, I, today I was in Staples and I saw some people wearing masks or I wore a mask and I was like, someone's going to see me in a mask and they're going to feel obligated to wear a mask. But see, so far I've talked about religion and and white supremacy and mask wearing. Yeah. I'm just not in the mind frame yeah, for it I'm today. Just gonna close this out. I just think I didn't advocate any of those things. I feel like I should say, but you know, I just think uh, I'm in a weird headspace today. Not the guy. I, I I took hot yoga the other day without a mask for the first time, and I was like, oh my god, that's got to be really hard to do hot yoga yeah, with a mask on. It it was, and now that I'm breathing normally, it was even more hard. It's super weird. Hmm. And then you're like, wow, that guy's hot. Like, he has really nice two eyes. And then they take the mask off and they're like, oh, my God, put it back on. Hmm. I've had that happen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to go to work. And sorry I'm not as entertaining today, guys. Also, uh, start being nicer to me on Instagram and Twitter, please. Please be nice to Al and Chris and the Manzo family. Uh, I wonder if the person is going to come.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.